My name's Michael Stromsky, and I used to have a TV addiction. When did your TV addiction start? When did you first become aware? So, funny were- story is, uh, I, I'm i an only child, so that's at one point I've never thought of, is I never had to fight for the remote. Like, I had my own TV, <laughs> but the complete opposite is I didn't grow up with cable. So, I was watching, like, all the broadcast channels, like... Um, it was stupid for me to get sick, like, and stay home because the only things I could watch would be like the nanny, which wasn't bad. Price is right. Family feud with, uh, Louie Anderson, if anybody knows who that is. And, uh, what's the last thing? I, I don't remember what the other show is, but, uh, so basically growing up, I didn't really have like much like amazing content. Obviously I had the broadcast shows like ABC, CBS, the WB, Right. Uh, UPN, if people remember what that show is, or that channel. Um, so going into college, um, I didn't really know like much TV. I mean, I watched it when people back in the day watched TV when eight, seven, nine Central or whatever they say. Right. Um, but going into college, um, uh, I I didn't really watch much TV, but. Uh, I started watching The Office just like every other person in the last like five years, which was like 2008. And they were still, it was like season two. And I started watching that. Um, when it, so you were watching Destin in college, you were watching destination television or were you watching it on DVDs by that point? Oh yeah. Um, I think at that point I started collecting and I had at least two or three binders worth of like TV shows. Like I had that 70s show I had, um, I had house house was one of my like go-tos cause I could just rewatch house, which was amazing. Um, scrubs and, and this binder, I mean, it, it's not like one of those thin binders. You probably know what I'm talking about. Like it's, it's probably like a three or four inch binder and it has all the DVDs back to back. So you don't have to carry all the right. boards, a bunch of movies in it as well. But obviously if anyone, I don't, I don't know how to say anyone, but Netflix, the good thing about TV shows is they keep on playing and playing and playing, and I don't need to change out the disc for a movie or TV show. So I would play that in the in the background of whatever I was doing consistently. Um, and the other sad part is, especially when I got off campus, I was downloading like a bunch of TV. Like it, it got bad where I had like a terabyte of like. Um, like TV and movies and stuff like that. Like IMDb's top 100. I had like all the TV shows you could think of. I, you know, it's bad when you start dipping into the like BBC shows and like, um, and it's funny. Most of the people you meet who, uh, uh, talk about BBC or watching it, they never watch it because they can't understand it. And it takes like, three or four shows and they're like each season to really identify what they're saying after a while. Cause I'd turn on the subtitles and then I could kind of understand like their turn of phrase and like what words they would use and the situation awareness. So that was like your criterion collection. It's the kind of stuff you would download and tell yourself, I'm, I'm going to watch this. This would be good. This would be enriching for me to watch this like documentaries, like a documentary will sit there forever and you never watch it. Cause you know, you could just rewatch episodes of house. Uh, you would say that, but I, I, I really didn't rewatch that much. Like the office, I, I started rewatching the office before it was cool. Let's put it that way. And 
So I don't you, even know when, if it's cool this anymore. TV addiction, you're watching a lot of TV. You are not doing like what my daughter does, <clears throat> which is like comfort watching or what people used to do with their favorite fantasy series. You're not rewatching the same series all the time. You are literally just consuming mass amounts of new television. Yeah. So, uh, and, and obviously there would be time. Like I, I had a TV app that would tell me when new episodes would pop up. So I would download it maybe like an hour after it came out. Um, and then obviously this is the, the time when there wasn't, I think Netflix had just, uh, they were still disking it. Right. And the, the only way you could really get it was ripping it from online or, or, uh, watching it live yeah. or, or disc, like I, I was saying before. Um, but like I said, like I, it was so bad. I would like, I would look for, I would look for shows that would somewhat like satisfy me, like like CW shows with like, cause I, I, as you can tell by my shirt, I'm a like a DC Marvel, uh, enthusiast. So I'd watch like those really bad CW shows. Like, uh, the arrow to be fair, the arrow was good when it, it's first season. It was, However, I watched a little bit of the first part and the same thing. Also Supergirl is a little campy, but like the beginning of it's okay. Yeah. And then all those shows on the CW, cause they're kind of built on that. I don't know, the teen drama thing, they're a little soap opera and they kind of go off the rails. So they have to keep getting yeah. more ridiculous all the time, which to be fair, comic books do too. But um, do you read comic books? I yes, I have read comic books. I have not. So there's a I'm pointing to a poster of uh, DC characters and there's a poster of Marvel characters behind me. But somebody asked me, oh, are those collector's editions? I'm like, no, no, I think I got one of those at five below or whatever. I just yeah. stuck them up to have something on the wall. I used to read them more. I find I read them less. Um yeah, but but I would watch those shows too, but you get tired of them. So you would find yourself not just watching the top tier shows, the ones you really loved, but then you're like, well, I have, a, I have time. Oh, no, and there's not a new episode. And there's not another season to watch my favorite show. So maybe I'll watch my next favorite show. And eventually you're watching. Maybe I'll just watch something that's kind of like that, that I'm not really into. Yeah, so basically I would... Like I, like I said with the CW shows, it felt like I was eating CCs, if that makes sense. Like it wasn't it wasn't really about quality. Like it's just something I needed. I I feel like I needed stimulation like twenty four seven, which is not the best for a college life because I feel like I I mean I I was still I wasn't doing horrible, but I I could have been doing much better. I'll put it that way. Um, was TV the exception? Were you like um? So stuff like, were you going to hang out with people and drinking? Were you going, hanging out with people instead of studying? Were you going to parties? Were you watching lots of movies? Were you listening to lots of music? Or is it just TV was like your vice? So TV was definitely my vice. I, If I had to put it in hours, I probably watched maybe like eight to 10 hours of TV a day, depending on like what my schedule was like. It didn't really interfere with my, my weekends as much because I'd be watching during the week, if that makes sense. Like, it does. Um, that way, maybe the weekend was my break from TV-ish because a lot of shows come out on the weekend as well because it's like, like I said before, I delved into the bad shows, but then I started working shows like BBC. I started getting into anime, and then like from there, it's just like I'm following like 20 different shows and then maybe like 60 different shows for the whole year. And then, oh, this show ends, uh, but these three shows are about to start next week. So I've got, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's like c consistently going. Like, the summer was like the only break because that's when 
most like uh, network shows and stuff like that, they kind of take a break. So at least I got a little bit of a lull or to start other shows and watch like funny thing. I watched, I probably watched Grey's Anatomy when it was at like eight or 10 seasons. And I got through that during the summer, like maybe like in a, a month or so, um, which was crazy. And then more recently in the last, I don't, I don't watch as much TV as I, I used to. However, I, I can still lock it away. Like maybe like six years ago when I first, um, got married, I watched like one piece within, let's say like two months. Which is pretty good. I, I don't know if I can... Off, off the top of my head, there's like a thousand episodes. Holy I think I crap. Watched. Okay, yeah. And, but they're they're about half an hour. And then if you take away all the filler, there's about like 21, 22 minutes of content. So if you break that down, that's about 500 hours of TV, which accumulates to about... What is that? 20, 20 hours? Yeah. That sounds about right. At what point... So when you're a kid... Flipping the dial, not that big a deal. Um, you get to college. What was it about college? Was the work harder? Was there more access? All of a sudden, you're like, you did. You crack the seal on this. You can download any show you want. Uh, so I can follow all these shows without having to sit there at the time to watch them. What cracked the seal? And then when did it? When did you decide at any point you were addicted or this was a problem? Um. So I, I think it's just like, rum springer or anybody who goes to college and basically you don't have parents and you have like you, you know those kids who just like get to college and they're like completely like inhibition it was like that for tv just because i had nobody like no my parents weren't watching over me watching like the tv so i i was i was responsible so that was the problem because nobody could really restrict me on it. And and it really does beat, you know, getting a coke, a bad cocaine habit or getting blackout drunk three nights a week. So that is true. Um, but yeah, I, I knew I had a problem when I don't know, just stuff was catching up with me. And I was like, especially when I was watching like the really horrible shows, like what's what's the point of me like watching this? Like this is not um, this is not making me better. This is not I don't know. I like like I said before it's just I don't know. It just it, it hit. <laughs> um so you started thinking about all the time you spend and if the show wasn't entertaining you're kind of distracted. Did you start having to you're kind of addicted to just leaving the TV on? Did you start distracting yourself from the TV? Like typically what happens now is almost nobody watches TV. They have TV with an iPad, a laptop, or a phone in front of them, and they have like two screens going at the same time. Did you have to distract yourself from the TV, or you just get more and bored as the shows got more boring? So there's one thing I hate to admit it, and I don't do this at all anymore. I used to, uh, my wife and I, uh, we had long-distance relationship for like a large amount of our relationship, like the first four or five years. And uh, I used to watch Netflix on the way to see her. I would have the mount up. And I, I, the thing is, I didn't really watch it. I watched it out of the corner of my eye. I'd have, like, the screen right here, and I'd have the road. And I know this sounds crazy, but I think I was a better driver when I had that on than off because my head was just glued to looking at the road because I would hear it on the uh, speakers, and I'd see it out of the corner of my eye. 
So I don't know if you can consider that watching TV. But. And it keeps, so I don't do this, but I've watched people do this, and it's possible it could keep you awake. I mean, one of the problems, I mean, that's why people listen to audiobooks and podcasts. Like, they're going to be driving cross-country. There's, like, so much time they're going to be in the road. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously bad a distraction, but then is it a worse distraction than fiddling with the knobs on the radio? They already know if you're talking to someone in the car, you're distracted. So I don't know. Yeah, it was a because your, your natural inclination is to tur- like, I mean, my, my parents do that all the time. I don't know why they, they need to do that. I can hear you if you're not looking at me. Yeah, I don't have to turn to face the passenger, but I see you're saying you see people drive like they feel this need to turn to face you like, no, you can go ahead and look forward. It's fine. Yeah, because I mean, I, I understand for some people because my dad is is almost deaf or close to it. He's got hearing aids, stuff like that. And you have to talk at him so he can hear you. Okay. Like see what you're saying. So I get it from some people's opinions, but that's not a reason to <laughs> turn your face away from the road. And that was a tangent. So I apologize. No, no, but you were watching all the time. So you decide I'm watching too much. Was there anything that triggered it? So did anything really bad happen? When did it start to change? When did you decide I was watching too much and how did you change it? Um, I want to say, I don't, at some point it just, it was too much to keep up with. Like I was saying, like all those like really trashy shows I was watching and maybe because my wife was watching trashy shows too, like she would, and and she doesn't watch much TV at all. Like we, I mean, I, I barely get to watch any TV nowadays. Like it's like eight o'clock. I've got to put the kids to bed and then nine o'clock I'm going to bed. So it's maybe like 30 minutes. Maybe I get a succession episode in every three days or something like that. Um, but it, it, it's, it's nothing today, but maybe it was the fact that she was there and I don't know our time. It, it, it felt wasted. Like if I was watching TV and it was not something that we both like, um, so that's probably why I I just slowly st- stopped watching stuff like that and kind of diverted my attentions otherwise. I, I think it's because I was left to my own devices. And now that I have someone else, I'm kind of put in check, I would say. Okay, so it's helpful. You've got the kids, you got the job, you got the wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you didn't have a serious breaking thing where something went horribly wrong. I failed the midterm and failed the class. Like, it was never quite that. But you just knew you were spending more time on it, but you just couldn't quite get yourself to stop or ramp back. Oh, no. I, I did horrible on tests oh. and stuff like that. But uh, I, I guess it never clicked back then. Yeah. And I eventually made it through college and... But yeah, um, I it, it must have been my wife because uh, when I was working and uh, when I first started working after college, I, I I probably watched as much as I could of TV just because, like I said, she was she was like four hours away and I'm just a, a, a guy who has a girlfriend who doesn't live near him, right? And there's no point in going out. Why, why would I go out to the bars or anything like that when I can stay in, watch TV that it was just, I feel like I need a guilt supervisor. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like something that, uh, I was raised Catholic and it's, I, this is, I totally agree with Catholic guilt. I understand it. I know how it works. And I think it's, I think it's it's very good in some aspects, very good, because it it's just like 
forces a conscience into some people who need it. Like I've met, met some people and I was like, if they weren't raised Catholic, they could have been completely different, even though they might not practice now. They have the ideals, like they have somebody in the back of their head saying, this isn't the best thing to do, by the way. So your Catholicism sort of inserted your Jiminy Cricket and it never goes away. If you get inserted at a formative age, you get that conscience plugged in there. Like it's always yeah. there to tell I, you you're doing the wrong thing. And to be fair, it's a little bit of that and a little bit of my dad. My dad is kind of like one of those salt of the earth, like gets up early, always worked hard and like. Doesn't watch TV all the time. Oh, no. Actually, he loves to watch TV. So maybe <laughs> that might be another reason. But he. uh he'd be like one of those dads who get you out of bed at like 7am to take you somewhere. Always take, take, he was an air compressor mechanic. So he'd always take me on jobs, make me obviously like mow the lawn, take him to take me to work, to clean the shop, stuff like that. Like just, he's probably the epitome of hard work and stuff like that. So I, I feel useless and I probably felt useless when I was watching TV because the other thing is I, I, this was for, for a very short period, probably during COVID. And before I had kids, I was playing Spider-Man on uh, PS4. Uh-huh. And I, I haven't played it in forever. I have a PS4 that never that hasn't been touched in like two years. Because every time I play it, I feel like I'm being useless. Like, what is the positive outcome I'm getting from this? Obviously, I know it's a stress reliever. But then I'm like, I could be like improving... I, I could be improving the podcast. I could be like working out. You know, there's so many other things I could be doing. I Okay, then this is leads me perfectly because obviously we talked about the, everybody knows the negativity of watching too much television. What do you think it was about TV shows and television more than film, more than music, more than all the other things you could have gotten involved in, more than video games? Some people spend all this time on video games and those are interactive, whereas TVs you sit back. What was it about? What do you love about TV shows? What did you love? What do you like about them? The thing I loved about TV is that it probably constantly kept me stimulated, but I was able to like nowadays my wife hates it, but I can basically almost guess what the plot is of the app. Cause obviously a lot of these episodes, especially sitcoms are just redone just with different characters. Like for example, I'm thinking of a premise, like the, the two date uh, problem. They start off the episode. The character has two dates plan at the same place. They try to uh, juggle both of them. Obviously it lands on their face at the end. Right. And it's, it, that's just me pulling one out of my head and, Getting away from that, those are the ones that really fascinate me, or the ones that like break the mold. Like a lot of good shows that ended horribly. Like I mean, you can mention like Lost, wonderful premise to start, crash and burn at the end because they had no. Pre- that is why anime is amazing because the books have already, the good animes, the books have already been written, so they're not coming up at the just like all these TV shows you see that that come off of like weak premises and all right. this other stuff they've they've already written the book so it's just a matter of basically putting that into actual video um I don't know what I'm talking about now but no no I th- so you that's I mean you made a pitch uh, that is that is a reason why TV shows are I mean they they can be well written um 
that I want to that guilt. It's interesting that you like <coughs> the guilt. How do you relieve your stress now? So once upon a time you overdid it, and now you kind of have this. You're in this. You're in this this season of your life where you're like, I'm effective. I'm efficient. I'm getting things done. I've got family. I've got work. This is great. I've got art. I'm making. You know, I'm making a podcast. Uh, how does that does that relieve the stress? Do you do you get the same kind of joy out of working really hard on something and then feeling contentment as you do from like, oh, just unwinding and not doing anything and watching some dumb TV? So yeah, uh, I I don't get to re- I can't even remember last time I binged on TV. And when I say binge, I mean I'm not watching. I don't consider like Bluey like watching five episodes no, of Bluey. That doesn't count. But <laughs> like during the week, like if I get like I was talking about my eight to nine slot of freedom, I usually try to watch and I'll I'll binge on like. Ben and Jerry's if I get it or something like that. And it's like a, like a solid 30 or like one hour of time where I get to watch like good TV. Yeah. Like I won't watch trash. Like it'll be like something that I really enjoy and I really need to watch. Um, like for example, if you watch anime, especially if you don't watch it in the dub version, you have to keep your eyes on the, you actually have to split your eyes in two because you're watching the video, but you're actually reading at the same time. So right. it's very difficult to, and then I like a good bollock show. And when I say bollock show, I mean like succession or if you've ever watched veep where they really like tear into people and they come up with really good insults. Those are the <laughs> ones I really, I really love. I, I don't know why it maybe it's from where, where I grew up, like all your friends are really good at, at razzing you and like, yeah making fun of you. And that's how I grew up. So maybe that's why I like those type of shows. And those shows, I did notice a succession. It got a little flabby. I mean, VPS flabby episodes, but the dialogue is fast. So if you want to understand what's happening, you kind of have to track the dialogue more. So, right. You can't be distracted. You got to kind of pay more attention. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I, uh, I dine on my episode or my TV nowadays. Okay. What else do you do? So, and does the so you do it in much smaller amounts, and maybe it's more satisfying. You savor it. There's only so much to do. Is it a different contentment you get now? Ten years after you've been, you know, in in your heavy addiction, what is the? How is the contentment different for working, raising a family, doing these things? It just feels better. How does that feel different than I could just sit for a day and do nothing and just watch TV? Uh, it feels. It feels like a calm, if I want to put it that way, because when I was watching TV all the time, it was kind of like my brain was constantly going. And now I do that. My brain is constantly going at work because I work at a small company. So it's like there's so many different facets that I have to kind of uh, work like uh, the websites down or I don't know. There's just so many skills and other stuff to kind of stimulate my brain or different parts of my brain more specifically. Whereas TV is now a, a fun, a fun way to stimulate my brain at home. And then the other thing is, I think I've substituted my, my like TV watching at home with like just different activities. Like I said, I don't know if I said this before we got on, but I, I, I have a sewing class now that, that I I'm a part of. And then, like I said, that podcast I started and there's just, I, I think I supplemented it with 
Are you doing it by hand, or are you all rocking the machines? No, rocking the machines. Okay. The ones, the ones that uh, you can uh, make some good stuff on it. But I, I do hand sew and I do crochet already. So wow. Um, were those in college? Did you have any creative outlets really, or was that another thing that you were kind of at loose ends and you need to fill time? Um, before before I took on engineering. Uh, I would do something, I don't know if it was something new, like every day or every week. Like, for example, I got a, a pen pal in Switzerland. I crocheted a hat and I didn't know how to crochet yet. I did stocks one day. Like I had a, a new thing to do like every day. Um, and then that, that definitely ended once I took on engineering. Like I, I was doing like, I, I was undecided for like that first year and it was just like, so easy to me compared to like what everybody else was doing, like engineering or post or like pre-med or stuff. Right. Do you think that TV helped get you through the rough parts of college when, because it sounds like if you had this kind of period, we're sort of GE where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to try everything. And you're like, Hey, all of life is fun. And then you get into this discipline. We're like, now there's this crap that's hard and I have to do it all the time, even though I don't feel like about it. Do you think, do you look back and think, oh, TV was also helpful? Or you're just like, no, nope, it was a waste of time. Could have done so many other things. Yeah, I, I think it was a waste of time. Because okay. um, I can I can always watch. The fact is I was watching way too much and it was not worth the uh, what I gave up. The time I could have. If I would have put a lot more effort before I would have saved myself so much time in the end, but I'm saying that from a different point of view, that could be completely wrong. Like I could just be, I don't know, you know how you, you work hard at one point and then you just keep working hard and hard and hard, hard. And you just never, I don't know, you never really see an end to it or you see those people who do that and then they're going to have a panic attack or stress attack or, I, I used to be that, like, when I first started working at, at the job. It was, like, I had the Monday, like, is it the Monday dreads? I don't know what they call that. The Sunday, the Sunday dreads with going into work the next day. Like, I used to have that, and it used to give me stress. Was that all, was that all self-imposed stuff, like your own guilt things, or was it sometimes a rough workplace? You were kind of heading into chaos, or? Uh, it, it, it was a it was a tough workplace because basically I was in the same room as my boss. It wasn't like one of those type of places. And, uh, it, it slowly got better and yeah, it, it, it was a bad environment okay. and I should, and I should have got out of it a lot earlier. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot earlier, but was that your first major gig out of college? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's hard to like cut that one. Cause you just, you haven't been in a bad place like that usually. And yeah, you got to put your time in a little bit before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, I watch too much damn TV, has, maybe has anybody ever asked you like, hey, I know you used to watch all that TV or has anybody ever asked you like, I watch too much TV. Is there like a favorite thing like go read this, go listen to this, go try this, go become a Catholic because you're going to you need to build up some guilt there. It's going to take you a few years, but if you get in there, they'll get you. They'll get it to you. What do you tell them? Um, what I would tell them. I don't know. Just go outside. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's just so hard to, you know how like people are in that fog and I was probably in the same fog where you don't really, 
hear any outside voices. You just, I don't know, you treat TV kind of as like a family member or like a really good friend. And sometimes you even have the, the AirPods, the earbuds, the headphones on or whatever. Yeah. You're literally not hearing anything but the show. Yeah. And it, I, I feel like people have that similar to like, you know how like people have their thing. Like you've got the people who play video games like Call of Duty or their Minecraft or you've got the people who are huge Disney fans. You know, like everyone has like it's a thing. Yeah. But not everyone has that. But it it's just hard for an outside person who's not into that to really talk to that person. That's true. Um, so the, the only way I, I'd really say is to like gain perspective, gain more perspective, maybe from another person that sees you from the outside, because it, it's really hard for someone to tell you something unless you, you can't understand a different way. I, I I don't know how to phrase that better, but um, that's 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 how I, I think I I got out. And like I said, my wife kind of, um, in if she wasn't doing it, she wasn't doing it active. She never told me I watch too much TV. You just could tell that she thought that, and she was too nice to say anything. So I I just like I was saying, I I took it on myself to just slowly wean myself off. So she wasn't even, it sounds like, I, I think I'm guessing exactly how she might have done it, where she's not even being passive aggressive. She's not saying something to get you to stop. She thinks you might, maybe you spend a lot of time TV, but you know what? If you like watching TV all the time and that's your thing, then that's fine, honey. If you want to watch it, that's fine. And you can just tell. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> and that's, it is helpful. The person loves you and they want the best for you. And if this is the best for you, then that's what, okay. But then you decided at some point it wasn't the best for you. Yeah, that's how I want. Do you have, out of all the, well, this is my last question, out of all the TV you have watched right now, is there one in particular that you think about? <clears throat> you don't necessarily want to watch it all again, but like that was the formative TV show. If you picked a TV show that grabbed you, whether you were a kid or a teenager or an adult, do you, do you have a number one favorite? That's, you know, that's a loaded question to ask. It's <laughs> like asking what my favorite book is. I got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say one just because there's so many good ones. Uh, and this is going to be completely random and I haven't watched this in a long time, but, uh, uh, Avatar, the last airbender. Like if you've ever seen that, it's, it, it's, it's for all ages in my opinion, because like the voicing for it's amazing. The animation, the story, um, all that's good. And that's actually coming out on uh, Netflix, like live action. And hopefully, hopefully it's much better than the, the trash. Shyamalan one? Yeah, the <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Like, I, I hope he, I hope he regrets that. That's his biggest regret in life. I, 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 I have no ill will to the man, but that is one thing that was not done right. Of all the things I can think of. Wait, I lied. I do have a question. Uh, when I was into TV as a teenager or young adult, that's one thing. But then also when you get to sit down with your kids with some of the stuff, like when I got to start watching like Batman, the Brave and the Bold or like Justice League with a little kid. Is there a show your kids might be too young to share? Is there a show that either they watch that you're like, I kind of like this. I can watch this. Or is there a show you're like you've introduced or you're going to introduce? Um, I really like uh, my son is, he's about 
two years and eight months. Okay. Um, and he is watching the uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know what the actual title is. I've seen so many episodes. There's like a Disney, and it's got like the three Spider Spider-Man on it. It's got a uh, regular Spider-Man, Peter Parker. It's got Gwen Stacy, like the uh, the Ghost Spider. I don't know if you've seen that version, like alternate reality. Yes, that's the one my daughter likes. She like whenever we see that in the statue or whatever, that's the one she. Yes, likes. Yeah. and then it's got a uh, Miles Morales on it. Actually, the guy who's on my shirt. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm a big Spider-Man fan and that's, I, I love that he watches that cause he's, he, we read the book, uh, at night too. We've got like five books and that's how we end our book. Like we read three or four b- books before bed, but that's like the last one we read. But yeah, uh, it would probably be a Spider-Man show, but, um, uh, I'd rather get him into the comics. That's like the, uh, that's the grail. If he'll start right, if he'll start reading the comics, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you give him comics? Obviously, he's, I mean, does he look at? Well, I, he looks at kids' books. Kids' books are very much like comics. Some of them are organized as comic sequential art. So, so they're like the books that I have. They're 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 very or he has are very basic. Um, they have like six pages, and they like they just talk about kind of like what he does. But the best part is like he watches the show, like I said, and. It, it's funny how woke the show is because like, for example, they've got a uh, doc Ock and she, she kind of looks like the doc Ock from the first uh, into the spider verse flick, yeah. but she's actually has that, but she's got like a buzz. She's got a Mohawk. We'll say she's got a Mohawk. Okay. And the funny thing is like, I, I'll, I'll read this one book and it has doc Ock on like the third page, but it's the male version. Like these are from like 1995 version. And he'll say, Doc Ock, Doc Ock. And he, he, he's just starting to learn. He had kind of had a delay, but he'll, he'll say Doc Ock, which like is so funny. And I love it just because that's like the nickname for Dr. Octopus. And it's from the show. And it, it's just like one of those things that gives you a little joy. If your son grows up and then decides he hates Spider-Man, are you going to be a little bit hurt? No. Okay. Like I said, I mean, like. That's the big thing. Like, he can have opinions. He could have changing opinions. He might hate Spider-Man growing up. He might like it. As lo- My opinion is, as long as he's happy, that means I did at least a half-decent job raising him. <laughs>